This is Alexi from Autumn Revival, and you're listening to Beyond the Static. are listening to Beyond the Static with your host, D. Wayne Banks. Now streaming on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Breaker, Pockets Cast, and Anchor. Past and present episodes, reviews, and links to all social media can be found at www.beyondthestaticpodcast.tk. We have Autumn Revival out of New York today um why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves uh tell us what your role in the band is how it all got started how we got from there to here sure i'm mickey i mostly play lead guitar um and do vocals um me and alexi we tend to switch off um i'll let him introduce himself and then you know uh, we can go into you know 
how we got started. Yeah, well, my name is Alexi, and um, I do mostly singing um, rhythm guitar. Uh, but me and Mikey, like he said before, we switch on and off, so we trade parts here and there. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's a interesting dynamic, especially I think it's like, uh, you know, when you have like two vocalists and um, it brings different assets, different skills, different talents. And I think it's really cool. But um, the way we got started, actually, was in the summer of 2017. I was like, yo, <laughs> I'm sitting around, not doing anything with music and decided to do something happened. So I reached out to some people you know, in the local music scene, um, specifically Ronx, um, a band from the local scene here in the Bronx. And, you know, Joshua and Miguel, they were fantastic about, you know, helping me take the next steps in making my desire to have a band come into fruition. Um, so they, they were really the ones that made that happen for us. And um, then we became sort of a bigger band, you know, slowly, it was just me and Joshua at first from Ronx. And then you you know, Alexi joined us and then Miguel was like, hey, you know, you guys can't find the drum. We're like, I'll drum for you. And we're like, sweet. <laughs> and then that's how we got started. You know, we just went from there. Nice. Wait, so one of your band members is from Rocks as well? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, funny. It's quite funny, actually. Um, the bassist and the and the drummer. Yeah. And even Alexi. Alexi started, you know, working with Rocks. Um, originally he was in autumn revival and then he was like yo i'll do like guitar stuff for you guys so then it's so funny because it almost became like one big band but it's not really you know we're different quite different in our sound um so but yeah a lot of the members are the same it's funny oh that's crazy now it makes sense why the same person reached out to me for for both bands um megan she had sent me the um the christmas song for ronks and i had used that on my last episode in 2020. So you got, yeah, definitely um, been on, on on my radar for, for quite some time. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So on that note, like, tell me about what's the, uh, the scene like where, where you guys are from. Um, specifically, I know like Ronks and, and you guys are, I don't know if all, but mostly um, Hispanic, like what that to me, that's, that's a unique thing because being a, a person of color who is into this style of, of music, uh, like pop punk and emo and all, and all of those things that come with it, it wasn't really, um, I was usually like kind of on my <laughs> flying solo with a lot of that. So like, is, is the scene where you guys are from? Like, it seems like people of color is like more are like more accepted, more like crafting the scene. What's that? Uh, talk about that a little bit. Well, I feel like um, definitely where, where we're from. So like New York city is split into like five boroughs. You have the Bronx, Manhattan, uh, Queens, Brooklyn, Staten Island, especially in the Bronx, rock music isn't really celebrated like that. It's really hard to get a, a really good gig in the Bronx. Um, but like, I would say mostly the, the rocks, the underground like rock scene is usually Brooklyn and Queens. Um, a lot of the Manhattan spots are also like 
just really big venues. So unless you're like packing up places, you probably won't play in Manhattan. But um, I mean, yeah, definitely in the in the Bronx, it was it was kind of hard to get support. You know, there's local things here and there, but especially being Hispanic and then like also being into that music, it's kind of like kind of hard to get support. I feel like sometimes, but it's also like everybody here is very open. So we're you know the people who want to help, everyone's always down to do something. So you know, we just blended, we just made our way into the scene, um, in Brooklyn and Queens, and then um. Before the COVID, we were trying to like bring it to the Bronx as well, you know, and just expand the the whole thing, you know. That's some good insight for like bands trying to get into New York. Cause I know that like that's a big, especially on the East Coast, you know, at, at some point, if you want to do, do big things, you got to go through like New York and Philadelphia and DC and, um, you know, in New York for it itself can seem so daunting just because, like you said, it's like, where do the small bands play? Like, everybody plays in New York, you know? Yeah. So, so Brooklyn and yeah, Queens, true, keep yeah. that in mind, up-and-coming bands. That's that's where you need to be looking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So before we got on, uh, Mickey and I were chatting a little bit about, like, songwriting and and things you know just you said songwriting is hard and and just (laughs) talking about the difference between learning songs and just and and actually writing them yourselves and um i've always been been the type to to say like a musician and an instrumentalist are two different things you know like you got those people that can play their instruments a million miles an hour flawlessly. And then you have people who can write the songs that actually connect with people. Like yeah. take, take me through your thoughts on that. Oh, <laughs> um, definitely songwriting for us personally was, I feel for me, especially it was very, very difficult. Um, especially being that when, you know, when you're songwriting in a band, you're collaborating with people and there's a lot of times you have to make compromise on a certain sound that you're going for. And that goes like for effects that goes for like um, placement, like, Oh, you know, I think this melody is cool. Oh, well maybe we can speed this up or maybe we can slow this down things like that. Um, And, you know, thankfully we're fortunate enough to be able to collaborate in that way, but it is, that is, a dynamic that makes songwriting itself very difficult because it's one thing to come up with a part and be like, you know what, that sounds good, but it's another thing for everyone to agree on it and everyone to like it and everyone to think that it fits the song, you know. Um, I'll let Alexi add to that. Oh, yeah, please. <laughs> Expand on that. I mean, for me, songwriting, it comes and goes. Like I, I, um, I've been writing music since before we started the, the whole band and everything, but sometimes it could come in the form of uh, lyrics or it could come in the form of a, a certain guitar riff. But definitely what I like to do is, is like when, when I start getting more than one idea going for a certain specific thing, I have to get on it right away. So I have to start, you know, I have to start adding parts, recording myself. And then that's really how like I made a, I make songs like, um, for the song that we just released, which is called Was It Something That I Said? That song um, was made this year and I did it, I think I did the whole thing within the span of like two days. I had all the parts, but like the way that I did is that 
I was hearing all the parts already in my head and I had to like just go and write it out because if I if I give it a day or two it leaves so for me it comes spontaneous but sometimes you gotta especially for lyrics you gotta sit down and write and count syllables and make sure everything you know and at the end of the day you have, you have to agree with the rest of your bandmates so you know it, it takes a while for it to actually come but I mean I love songwriting so um let's talk a little bit about the single was it something I said I I instantly connected to the content of of the song um you know I speak about it a lot on on the podcast I am an alcoholic I am a drug addict I am you know about 11 months clean right now so like all of those things that and it's been something that I've been like, you know, trying to to get together for for a while. Um, so yeah, like I said, I instantly connected to that to to that feeling, and and there's almost like a the the music almost seems like that chaotic like next morning thing of like trying to scramble through and and piece together the night before. Was that intentional? Yeah, that's pretty much, uh, pretty much is exactly what, what you're saying. Um, the whole, we even added, like, right in the beginning, we have, like, a whole crowd, like, uh, in the background, like, you can hear it. And it's just kind of like that waking up the next morning kind of thing, and you're trying to recollect what happened, and then, you know, so everything's going on, you know. So that's pretty much, like, how well, I, I wrote that song, and I wrote it, like, um, pretty much on that experience, like, just trying to, remember what what happened the day before you know where you might have like messed something like you might have said something to someone and then you're like damn I, you know i are we still cool you know like that kind of thing yeah is that something mm -hmm. that like without getting too personal is like is that something that you deal with like regularly is that like a um like a a, a battle that you have that you've had to go through like like i have or is it just kind of you know off of like a uh, a random experience yeah it's off of a specific experience but i mean other times it's happened is mostly is more like like damn i like i really went the last like two days and i don't remember anything you know kind of thing so it's just like sometimes it, it sometimes it's a battle you know i feel like especially with, uh, you know, playing rock music. I mean, you're always around alcohol and other things. So, you know, you got to be careful really to keep yourself in check and make sure, you know, it's, you're still about the music, you know? So, yeah. By the yeah. way, I just want to say congratulations on- uh, Yeah, I'm oh, to say that too. Yeah, congratulations, man. Thank I didn't want to jump in and interrupt, but <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, it's a, it's a thing. Um, <laughs> Like I said, I'm I'm very open about it. So it's when I hear, you know, specifically bands talk about, you know, substance use or um or mental health, like I'm immediately like I need to talk to them and like kinda kinda see what's going on, see, you know. Um, because it's something that's very important and it's a message that personally I wanna get out to the to the public but um yeah oh uh, yeah what it is i agree <laughs> yeah we have a lot of those messages uh in our songs 
um even the previous songs we've released you know uh parasite in particular that, that i released um with the with the ones that i did vocals on anyway the lyrics um it's all it's all about you know toxicity <laughs> you know and relationships with people and you know how that messes with you in your mind and it's so destructive you know so that's definitely always a message that um i feel we're always constantly reaching for in our music and it's not that it's necessarily intentional but you know when you go through those things it's like how can you not write about something that is so important to you absolutely have um so i know you started in 2017 and it, uh there were three songs three singles that you released prior to was it something i said yeah. now was that your full backlog or is there are there other like eps or anything back there or are there any in the works like what's what's coming up for you guys so um i thought mikey was gonna answer <laughs> but yeah so uh, i'll let you take this one <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much yeah we've had those uh those three singles prior to the one we just dropped um we've been making music um all the way since 2017 and we actually have an EP that we're going to announce soon um, for this upcoming summer. And uh, this would be all the songs that we've been uh, pretty much perfecting up until this time period right now. So a lot of these songs are 2017, but it, it ranges from 2017 all the way till now. Um, so, yeah, that's our, our next uh, next project should be a, actually a, a group of songs. So we should have an EP coming out soon. Nice. What do you uh, what do you think the your your scene's gonna look like up there, in uh, like Brooklyn Queens, when everything starts to open up again? I know like Pennsylvania. I think like the end of the month we're gonna be, things are gonna start to like, open up again with everybody being vaccinated and whatnot. Um, what do you guys see coming coming in the future? Oh man. It's going to be big. <laughs> I feel like, um, you know, because everything had gotten shut down, now you have like all these like small bands or bands that are just forming, you know, or maybe bands that didn't get a chance to play and to have a platform. And now I think that that platform is definitely going to be there because everyone is just coming back. It's like it's almost like people are starting fresh, you know, I mean, the old connections will always be there and, you know, the love that's there is always going to be there. But there's going to be so many new additions, us being one of them. Um, being that we started, you know, at a time where everything was sort of, you know, closing down. Um, so I think it's going to be very explosive. It's going to, I'm excited for it, honestly. I, I feel the same. Um, so have you, so I'm, I'm in a project where none of us have all been in the same room at the same time. Right. <laughs> so how do you. <laughs> How, how do you anticipate like that, that big, um, that big rush of shows and every, everybody like coming back lasting for like months, a year or two, or like, is it something where it's like, you better get on the ball now and be ready for those things as soon as it opens up or you're going to miss the boat kind of deal. You better get on the boat. <laughs> you better, you know, start making your moves. Start making your moves and get ready because it's coming. You know, you gotta be ready for it. Yeah. Yeah, that that seems like it's like 
you can almost feel it like that tension just like waiting to release and just going to be like shows everywhere and new venues popping up it's going to be be fantastic i can't wait <laughs> yeah i'm hearing a bunch of uh bunch of shows being uh being planned out already for a few months ahead you know yeah. a lot of things going on i feel like this is like a lot of people have been you know they haven't been able to get into like a a gathering or musical event or anything so i feel like a lot of people are you know they kind of miss it you know so i guess when it opens back up people are going to be more willing to come to shows and everything and that's not going to last for long because if it, every once everything normalized it's going to go right back to i feel like it's gonna go right back to where it, it usually is which is it's it's alive but it's not it's not booming and like that booming is where you want to be where everything's right. happening mm -hmm. are you um have you guys done any like uh, live streams or outside shows or uh, things like that, like social distance shows so far? Yeah, we have. Um, not actually. Hold on. Was that? Why did we do the Ice House Cafe? <laughs> that was mm. that was uh, no, that was before. My bad. That was before. That was before okay, before, never mind. Dude. So no. <laughs> Mostly yeah, like because so uh, no, that was before. Yeah. Mostly covers like on our Instagram. We'll go live here and there. and We'll play. A few covers, a few songs, but nothing, nothing planned. We haven't, we haven't planned. We didn't set up a live stream, mostly just for communicating with fans and just like playing whatever. So uh, let's talk about your your fan base. Like, where is it mostly like your local scene still, or do you find that you're having you're having some success, especially being able to like kind of sit back and and having no choice but like to turn to like social media and internet do you find your fan base like expanding like um further now or is it still just kind of like the same fans that knew you before are a little more um i don't want to say rabid that's a, a little more like extra supportive <laughs> we'll, we'll use over there Yeah, well, I think we've, I mean, I feel I like we've. Oh, uh, I'll let you answer. I'll let you answer. <laughs> Go for oh, it. I feel like, especially, I mean, personally, I've, I found that, you know, playing the shows is really where you make those connections when you can actually talk to people after the show. And it's a little harder through social media, though. We've had we've had some success with uh, new new things that are going on, especially TikTok is like a monster when it comes to organic feedback and organic views and things like that. Um, so we've been utilizing a lot of things like that reels, which is a, another thing that, that Instagram is doing to actually compete with TikTok. So then, I mean, they're pushing our stuff uh, like to more viewers and things like that. So things like that are working, but building those uh, those foundational, you know, relationships with people, I think it's always going to be on a personal level. So this actually just trying to, I think, feel like trying to get shows is still where it's at because that's where you can actually make fans i feel it's a little harder online tiktok seems to be the the big thing now um i don't maybe it's just because i'm a little bit older i don't understand like how what do you put out there in order to like in order to attract the fans and or like how do you keep up with content with that because like you know as you said, there's you have four songs out there, right? So yeah. how how are you constantly getting getting 
able to constant constantly make content around those four songs because I feel like there's like only so much that you can do unless I'm just yeah. like not thinking outside the box. I mean, there's I feel like there's a bunch of things we we're actually still trying to experiment with what works and what's not for the algorithm and everything. Um, and I feel like a lot of it's comedy based. So I mean, anything anything with the song in the background, a skit or something. I feel like always blows up, but um, we're still testing the waters with that because it's a it's a little different. Um, we've had some success with the Instagram version of TikTok, but uh, TikTok itself not too much success. But we're still working on it. Yeah, it's all about entertainment, yeah. you know. That's people mm -hmm. just want to be entertained. That's it. Yeah, it doesn't right. matter if you're like extremely nice or like you're you know intermediate. All that really matters is that they just want to be entertained. And I think you know you kind of have to really put your personality out there, you know. And make it unique for you because if you try to fake it i feel like ah it just you're not gonna it's not gonna come out right you're not gonna make it so you know run with whatever you have whatever you know works for you um whatever is unique to you and sort of make that the focal point of entertainment people are you know your people are gonna find you they're gonna see your videos and they're gonna be like hey i really like this <laughs> you know yeah. um do you find it hard to like sometimes because like i think about Sometimes I want to say some things. That's why I did uh, my last interview was with my best friend just to like put more of my my personal like thoughts and things out there. Do you find that you have to be like extra careful with that kind of thing just because of like the the nature of the environment that we're in now and just worrying about people going back and saying, oh, this is what they stand for when it's like not necessarily it, do you understand when I'm when I'm um yeah that yeah that's what I'm asking the whole cancel culture thing yeah yeah definitely um nowadays especially online you know once you put out a video it's pretty much there forever even if you take it out someone would have seen it or someone would have saved it so I mean I feel like not just for um especially I think for local bands I feel like you should watch out what you're doing because some of those things if you gain some success later on can come back and you know ruin your you know future endeavors or whatever but i mean for us yeah we try to be we try to be as authentic as possible but like you know and make sure that we're not offending anyone pretty much but because these days i mean i personally me just feel like everyone's super sensitive when the scene is supposed to be free you know the scene is supposed to be you know just you know fuck it Pretty much, smart, you know, part of my words, but uh, you're to be, to you know, here. like supposed you're to be to free, here. full of uh, okay, cool. <laughs> it's supposed to be free, you know, and full of self-expression, and like you know, the people that get it get it, you know, it's not for everyone. So that's why I feel like it kind of sucks. It's super sensitive, but I mean, we work with what we got, so yeah. I think I would say like you can take it too far in either direction because there's people that are just too like yo, you need to relax, and then there's people that are just like too like overly defensive you know so i think it's definitely about finding balance within yourself within your community within the scene you know and just exploring that also because you know we're all human and we're all learning so someone says something you know maybe it was taken out of context or maybe you know um they're still learning from that and i think correction is necessary um but there's a difference between correcting someone and destroying them you know what i mean um so i say at the end of the day for me everyone's human we're all learning you know and um just keep moving forward you know right um how, how do i phrase this do you guys feel the need 
to disassociate yourself from um, other bands that have been like that have been quote unquote canceled, even if they've played like a a uh, major part in your influence or like they were a big influence of yours coming up. Uh, um, you know, like a like a brand new, for example, or like a I the Mighty or Pierce the Veil, just in, like bands like that. I think that's an interesting question. I'm not sure how to answer it because <laughs> um, I'm really not sure. I think it uh, it really like it depends on on the situation. I think that's something that you would take by a case by case basis because you're like, okay, well, what happened? You know, of course you want to know. You know, it's like um, and kind of draw your own conclusions from it. You know, think for yourself type of thing. But um, yeah, that's a very difficult question to answer. I'm not sure I can give like a very definitive answer just because it's like uh, I think it'd be case by case basis sort of thing. Alex, you have anything on that? I mean, you said uh, about dissociating yourself with people who've been canceled, right? Yeah, and just or like even acknowledging, like uh, as far as like acknowledging that they've had any like influence on on your music or or. Um, yeah, I, I mean, me personally, like, I mean, I would just admit, like, obviously, you know, you 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 take. I would say, just say what it is, you know. Like, let's pretend, you know, R. Kelly or whatever. I personally didn't have any. Um, influenced by him but if I did I just acknowledge that you know that I liked his earlier music you know and if you're looking at things very on a plain level with no kind of you know no feelings involved his you know musically he's there now whatever else he's doing or whatever else he has or has the legend of doing is something else you know of course right. you're not going to support that but you can at least acknowledge you know the art or whatever it is you know yeah that's my take on it. I guess yeah I guess it's almost a little bit like you're saying, like, uh, to some extent, you know, just just the acknowledgement of what they've done. But because, um, you know, there's a lot of bad people. There really is within right. the scene. It's always going to yeah. be there. It's always going to be there. It's just a matter of whether or not um, people are outed for certain things or things of that nature. And there's always going to be good people, you know. So you're, you're always going to get a mix. And uh, it's very great. Uh, let's get back to, so this question just popped into my head. I don't know if you guys have noticed, I don't do a lot of research. Like I just kind of like read the press releases and then just have conversations. <laughs> yeah. It usually works out, like comes out more authentic that way, in my opinion. But, um, what yeah, I definitely feel your vibe, you flow. It's very fantastic. <laughs> You're great. You're great at this. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, What's one song that you guys can't wait to play live? What's what's one song that you're just like this is just gonna this is gonna kill them? Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? Um, we have this song, oh, "All That I Am," "All That I Am." That's I'm really excited for that one. It's it's in the it's gonna be in the new EP, so we'll see. Nice. <laughs> I think people are gonna really like it though. Any insights on uh, like a little bit? What's what's that about? All that. So um, you want you want to tell them? Oh yeah, yeah. I I wrote that. I wrote that song, um, lyric at least for the lyrics and uh, like chord structures, and then um, Mikey added lead guitar and obviously the rest they added their instruments. Um, so this song is really about 
my personal struggle with my my passion for music and i feel like it's something that we can all relate to which is why i feel like we all really like this song um it's just about you know you, you know the struggle between trying to get a normal job to like you know pay the bills but then also trying to keep your passions you know and trying to find that balance um and almost even quitting you know so it's just kind of like a an artistic struggle you know that i feel like all all artists have you know at some point you know they feel like giving up but they don't feel like it's working and so you know you try all these things and it's almost like a dot the, the song itself is like a dialogue between me and music so i feel like a lot of a lot of artists can relate to that one bro i'm already feeling that song like in my soul <laughs> <laughs> i haven't heard a single note yet <laughs> <laughs> Um, so mentioned Pierce the Veil earlier, and I was curious because honestly, I um haven't had a chance to listen to like your backlog. Uh, I just kind of listened to the, the single when it was sent to me. Um, I've noticed that a long time ago that they put a lot of like a lot of their cultural influences like kind of pop up in in their songs sometimes and like their um their like mexican heritage i don't i don't know where um yours all come from but um do you guys find yourself throwing throwing some of those influences into you know some of the some of your guitar lines and and stuff like that where it just kind of like comes out and you're just like all right i i see where these guys are coming from <laughs> like does that does that happen for for you at all? Do you guys make it's a conscious so funny effort to do that, that? Because we, I don't think that we have yet, but we uh, we definitely wanted to start incorporating that. We were actually planning to do a song in Spanish um, because we do speak Spanish. We're both Mexican and Dominican, um, me and Alexi. So we're thinking, hey, let's do a song in Spanish. We've been thinking it for a while now. So eventually yeah. that'll come out and stuff. So yeah, I mean, we're definitely looking to incorporate it more in our music, but it's not something that we ever do intentionally unless we feel like it's something that is happening sort of organically, you know, and it feels like this is something we want to explore sort of thing, you know? Right. That makes sense. You know, another band I can think of on that, like kind of playing is like Dance Gavin Dance, you know, like will is like the main driving force and like you can see like the jazz and the r&b come out a lot and like i know like me growing up in um so i grew up mostly in the 90s was most of my childhood so like that 90s r&b and early 2000s emo is like <laughs> they're my main wheelhouses so like Golden. i can hear that i can hear that shit come through like anything you know what i mean I'm like, all right, I, I see you throwing that that little R&B in there. Yeah, yeah, def definitely. Uh, I love when that happens too with with artists where they have their own, um, you know, they have their own. Like you can tell when a song is made by someone, or you could tell like, you know, like how he's gonna sing it. You know, that's a specific thing. That's kind of something we're trying to do, trying to get that signature sound. So then when we when someone hears a song, they can be like, wait, that sounds like sounds like autumn. You know? Yeah. So. I definitely, definitely, uh, I really appreciate artists who, who have that, their own. And I think that's what makes a good artist when they have that, their own sound, you know, all their influences mix up pretty much. Who are some of your bigger influences? Like known or unknown? 
Mikey, you ready? <laughs> <laughs> for me personally, <laughs> well, for me personally, um, three days grace, flyly for like the two. I'm not gonna say they were. I'll probably say they had the most impact on my life, but not necessarily musically. Um, musically, oh man, I'm not even sure. I think it just like it just ranges so far and so wide. And my, my music tastes have changed a lot, you know, before I would listen to like a lot of Hailstorm, Arch Enemy, things of that nature. And now I listen to a lot more pop, pop, pop punk because of uh, starting this band with these guys, you know, um, punk is like their main, uh, like their main thing, you know, with, with uh, Josh and Miguel from Bronx and even Alexi, you know, they were very big on punk. And, you know, growing up, I wasn't really, I was more of a hard rock and metalhead sort of person all my life. And then, you know, I eventually started to like listen to their music and it definitely expanded my taste by a lot. And um, I really hope, I think that really, really shows in um, the type of stuff that I begin to write, you know, my writing style has changed a lot from what it was. And I think it's for the best, honestly. You got anything to add to that, Alexi? Yeah. Um, well, my tastes are a little bit different. I've never really been a metalhead, to be honest. Like I like metal riffs and things like that. So I think that's kind of cool. Something that Mikey adds different because he, he really likes his metal. He likes his distortion. Where I like to, I like to, I like low, like a lot of lo-fi kind of like um, indie, you know. But I still like my distortion and punk and stuff like that. So I say I listen to like over the years, like growing up, listen to a bunch of Nirvana and My Chemical Romance, Taking Back Sunday, um, Tyler Creator too. I grew up with a lot of his, uh, a lot of his music. Just every pretty much every album after after bastard so goblin and then every album after that pretty much listen to the creator on my way to school like every day um what else have a lot of uh you know i listen to like a lot of little uzi and and um other rap artists too so it's just like for me it's just a bunch but i guess musically mostly like the early 2000s kind of like bands that's really musically that's where where I draw from, but the other ones are just kind of like very influential to me. It's funny that you bring up the hip hop too, because I like, you know, I grew up listening, you know, 50 Cent, the game, things like that. Um, even Spanish rappers and um, oldies too. It went like rapping, oldies, metal, and then, or like hard rock, metal, and then finally pop punk. And that's that's been like my... <laughs> my weird sort of flow through music but also um synth pop and stuff like that um i recently got into in the past couple years is there anything that we haven't touched on that you guys definitely think that the world should know uh about upcoming plans your band in general or uh just your 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 personality what you guys believe in just anything you we haven't touched on that you that you want to um that you really want to get out there? I just want to say thanks <laughs> to the people that have been supporting us so far. It means a lot. It literally means everything to have, you know, your fans and people supporting you. And, you know, it always starts out with like friends and family, but then, you know, it expands. And now, you know, people that we don't even know that will be like, man, I really like your music or they see us play and they come up to us. And that's always so like greatly appreciated. That really means everything to us. So I just want to say thanks, man. Like in terms of like the band, I just want to want everyone to know that, you know, we're very uh, serious about our music, at least 
in in my in my um, personal experience, like this is like what I love to do the most. So like it's never work, and it's uh, just people connecting with it. It's this is the best reward of itself, and on, on its own, like you know, eventually every band wants to get paid for um, you know their work and everything. But honestly, just connecting with people is the best, you know. So I just want to, whoever he's listening to this podcast, just give Autumn Revival a chance, you know, just take a listen to it, one or two songs, and I bet you'll stick around. All right. Well, tell the world where they can find you all on social media, online, where to find the song, um, all, all of those fun things. Yeah, well, um, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, um, Deezer, pretty much anything, any, wherever you listen to music, we're on YouTube too. We release all our uh, music videos through YouTube. So you can add us on Instagram at autumn underscore revival and everything else, same name, autumn revival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're on Twitter too. Um, we have a link tree link up there. I believe it's still up there. So uh, you just click on it, you should see everything. <laughs> Nice. All right. Well, I want to thank Autumn Revival for joining me. Hopefully we get to talk again soon or maybe uh, at a live show. I can't wait till I can take uh, take this thing and do some live show interviews. So that'd be dope. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. If you guys are yeah, coming down to Philly, yeah. let me know. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's great talking to you. Uh, thanks for having us on. You're a great host and you're definitely good at what you do i can see it oh, <laughs> you're doing a great job dude so thanks for having us <laughs> uh, thank you <laughs> Thanks again for listening to Beyond the Static, now streaming on Spotify, Pockets Cast, Google Podcast, Radio Public, Breaker, Anchor.fm, and YouTube. Visit www.beyondthestaticpodcast.tk for reviews and to hear past episodes. Join our mailing list to stay up to date with news and content. Beyond the Static is on all major social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram, beyond the static podcast twitter it is bts podcast if you are a fan of what you're hearing and would like to support the show please visit buymeacoffee.com slash beyond the static or ko-fi.com slash beyond the static podcast you are appreciated more than you will ever know have a wonderful morning noon and night see you next time